live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Caped Complainers. Joining me, as always, are my friends uh, Tim, Devin, Flippa. I was about to say Reed. I usually have a, a script, but Reed is not joining us today. Uh, so I just have the the four amigos. How are we doing? We're th- we're, isn't it three amigos? Um, or no, I guess actually, if, if you don't catch yourself, no. In one of those movies, uh, I know for a fact there were four of them, but they were still called the Three Musketeers. I, I know what you're talking about, but do they do they count themselves? <laughs> All right, boys. One, two, three, four. You get out of here. No, Greg. I mean, like when you say the three amigos, do you count yourself as like in that counting number? No, that's why I say the four amigos because we're there's four of us. Oh, okay, never mind. I don't talking about the the uh, okay. Steve Martin movie. The yeah, shut <laughs> up, <laughs> the three amigos. Yes. Anywho's it? Uh, today we are discussing the long anticipated arrival of the movie that rose from the grave and snatched all of our hearts. It's the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. It premiered on HBO Max, I believe, Friday. Uh, it's a long uh, it's Thursday. A, Thursday. All right. Well, it's, it's a long. Uh, it's a very long slog of a movie, but. My, uh, as we're going to go further into it in the episode, my opinion is good. Um, but before we do that, let's do our complinions. Uh, it's a fan favorite <laughs> from, from, from all of us. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's where we just discuss silly little things that bother us and whatnot. Do we have a Cape complinion this week? <coughs> Sorry, I got one. Go for it. We are our only fans, which is why it's a fan favorite. We all <laughs> oh, like hold it. on. You started OnlyFans for the Cape Complainers? I wish. Oh, yeah. I uh, would make all of $0 a month. What would our what would our OnlyFans be? Well, you know, like, you know, Spider-Man started his own, his own OnlyFans when he took photos of himself and sold them for money. Mm. Oh, the original Lonely Fans. Yeah, that's the yeah. OG. Well, mine's kind of uh mine kinda is Zack Snyder based. Uh the the Snyder cut based. Um I think it would be really badass if we had a studio version of a movie and the director's version. Like imagine how neat that would be. Imagine like the R rated cut of Groundhog Day because it's a it's a known fact that the reason why Harold Ramis and Bill Murray didn't talk anymore was because of Groundhog Day. Bill Murray thought it should be more of a drama, Harold Ramis thought it'd be more of a comedy, and it shows. So I think it'd be really cool to see two different versions of movies. Tim, you taking tallies again? <laughs> I was not, but I will start now. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be fair, I read that and <laughs> I read it as Tim, you taking tallies again? <laughs> I had no idea what it was at first. I was like, tell me you what? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure about? Flippo misspelled that, right? Or is that just me? Who knows? I, it might it might have <laughs> just been a brain fart on your end. Um, but uh, that's mine. Uh, does anybody else have a complaint? Um, I had one, and then Tolly's got me. <laughs> I have been working a lot of overtime lately, and my checks are... Uh, 
Mm, on point, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. Mm, I do have yeah. one. Is that a complainant? Guys, hear me out. <laughs> That's my complainant, yeah. Okay. Here's and my, it's not here. a complainant, it's an actual complainant. <laughs> the fact. Yeah. Complainant. Here's, here's my complaining, guys. You ready? We, the five of us, should make a calendar. Like a sexy calendar? No. Uh, "Quote unquote sexy calendar." All right, we would sell five, and it would be to us. Out of everyone in this group, it would be to our loved ones. Out of everyone in this group, I think the best body is Tim. Uh, So, what would like? Imagine all of us in like the sexy poses. I I, I think it's. I think best body goes Tim, Reed, Greg, myself, Devin. Let me just say this: I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. Like I'm not a very attractive man. Oh, Devin's wearing a long sleeve too. I get it. I, okay. We Photoshop Greg's face on my body and we make it look where the Greg Tim hybrid is taller. Because everybody Tim, likes taller people. Tim, you're going to have to start tanning. Greg, or Greg, <laughs> yeah. Photoshop. Flip Photoshop. Yeah, you're definitely white as a sheet, Tim. Um, no, but okay. But what if we made a calendar and it was just like the animated, like we pose ourselves, then we get some take pictures, and then we just take, I just make the animated versions of us in a calendar, that'd being be, sexy and whatnot. That'd be a. Th- that's definitely oh, a like thought, the sexy Devin. Loki, anime oh. stuff. Sexy, yes. sexy. I don't know Ryuk, what that is. Sexy Ryuk from Death Note. Google, Google it. I don't want to. This yes, is you a do. Computer, if and I'm afraid of what's going to be on. <laughs> Google on your phone. This is a school phone, and I'm afraid of it. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else have a complaint? Or are we moving on? One day, uh, Roland is going to grow up and look at his dad's browser history. And wait, back wait. in 2021, he's going to see, Dad, why did you look up sexy animated Loki? Did you call so him I, Roland? That's what I thought I was going to yeah, ask. Yeah, I, I thought I heard Roland. What did I say? Roland. Roland. <laughs> yeah, I said Roland. His name's not yes. Roland. His name's Your Rowan. Son's... Oh my god, <laughs> I'm so stupid. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Roland. My bad. You know, for a second I thought Tim was just trying to like, you know, do the do the thing where like you swap someone's name for yeah. safety. But I don't think that was the case. No, I can completely it. It had the same syllables. Two syllables spend, and then the same vowels. I'm going to spend all day tomorrow calling him Roland in front of Casey and see what she says. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, moving on. Um, I don't know if we've done this in the past, but it quiz time. And today's yeah. quiz is Justice League. I don't remember if we've ever done a Justice League quiz. But, uh, well, I mean... Hopefully yeah, enough time has passed that we might have forgotten it. You did a DC quiz. I don't think it was Justice League. It wasn't Justice no, League. No, that's maybe to Justice League. Oh, that's right, but we didn't post it. Mm, okay. Any who's what's it? <laughs> quiz time. Oh. And since there's not a lot of you, this should not be a hard rotation to remember. Tim, you're going to get us started. Which yes. comic book did the Justice League originally appear in? Was it Detective Comics, Justice League of America, the Brave and the Bold, or Action Comics? Okay. This was asked last week. Yes, and I know it's it's not Detective Comics, and it's not Action Comics. I'm trying to remember, did someone guess? I think someone guessed Brave and the Bold and it was wrong, so Justice Society or whatever. Justice League of America? Yeah. 
that is wrong. <laughs> no! Uh, Do you guys remember? Flippo, which comic book did the Justice League originally appear in? Detective Comics, The Brave and the Bold, or Action Comics? Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold. That is correct. The Justice League made its first appearance in Brave and the Bold number 28, March 1960. I feel like like when we did this question last time, that was not the answer. Who knows? But they fought. I I remember someone saying Brave and the Bold and them getting it wrong. I thought Devin said Brave and the Bold. Yeah, and I I don't think And it was wrong. Well, because none of us got the question. Anywho, it's battling a giant starfish named Stario. Um, <laughs> the original team was Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Green Lantern, Aquaman, and Martian Manhunter. All right, uh, Devin, uh, where was the Justice League's original headquarters? A cave, the Fortress of Solitude, the Hall of Justice, or a satellite? The Hall of Justice. That is incorrect. God. <laughs> All right, Tim. Uh, where was the JL's original headquarters? A cave, fortress of solitude, or a satellite? I feel a sneeze coming on. No, it's gone. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I don't think it was a satellite. I don't think it was a cave. I'm gonna say the fortress. That is incorrect. You You're think they hauled their ass all the way to Antarctica <laughs> was it, what, it, just to have like a ten minute meeting? I at know, a table? just to have a meet and yes. greet. It could have, it could have been a Zoom. It could have been an email, Tim. <laughs> I know it's pre-COVID. All I, right, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say cave. Cave. <laughs> That's correct. The JLA's secret sanctuary was a cave in the side of a mountain in Happy Harbor, Rhode Island. It was used throughout oh, the Silver cool. Age. Uh, the League abandoned it when they moved to the Justice League satellite. It has since been used by an android Our Man, uh, Young Justice, uh, Doom Patrol, and Just Society of America. Woo. Right. Why would they put it in Rhode Island? <laughs> it's small and it's cute. It's a, nice, it's a nice retiring town. Nobody's gonna be nobody's gonna be in their business. Anyways, uh, no, you just got a bunch of Peter Griffins running around. <laughs> All right, Tim. Uh, <laughs> Tim uh, who was the first hero to decline membership in the Justice League? Was it Sandman, Metamorpho, Phantom Stranger, or Black Lightning? Okay, I get last week. I guessed Black Lightning. Devin guessed Phantom Stranger. I don't remember what the others guessed, but I'm going to say Metamorpho. That is correct. Yeah, boy! <laughs> In Justice League of America, number 42, Metamorpho teams up with the JLA to stop an alien menace known as the Unimaginable. I can't imagine it, can y'all? Wait, did, did, did Greg, Greg, did you just go out of order? No, no. Uh, you answered. I'm after Devin. Yeah. Yeah, you're after me, Flippo. What was Devin's question? I don't remember. It was, I got it wrong. It, it was the one about the cave. Wait, did we go out of order? So I guess it was Tim's yeah. question. He no, got no. it wrong. Then no, it was me. Devin? I got it wrong. <laughs> Devin got it first, then I got it, then Flippo got it. So what do That's we do? That's still my point, though. Still my point. Fine. But then, <laughs> we skip, then we skip you on this next one, Devin. Let's go to you. No. Uh, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, te- Devin, what teenager accompanied the Justice League on many of its early missions? Marvin White, 
Wendy Harris, Snapper Carr, or Jimmy Olsen? Snapper Carr. I'm, yeah, I remember this question. Let's see. That's correct. Snapper Carr tagged along on several early missions. Snapper noted for speaking in beatnik dialect. What is that? Anyways, he, he spoke in it, snapping his fingers. He was just a, a cool cat. Anyways. Um, so I get, an, I get another question, right? Because I got skipped. No, no. I Now I think I go to Flippo. And then, and then, and then you. And then we yes. go back in order. Awesome. Okay, so now Flippo. Um, what is, uh, this is easy. The, what is Superman's Kryptonian name? Uh, Zor-El, Mon-El. Kal-El. Kal-El. That's correct. Uh, I got that one last time. Uh, Jor-El is his father and Zor-El was his uncle. Um, so now we go to Devin. All right. Which of the following does Batman not carry in his utility belt? A backup costume, reading glasses, a crayon, or shark repellent? Reading glasses. <laughs> Did y'all do this before? Uh, yeah. Yes, he, does not, yes. <laughs> he does not carry a reading glass in his utility belt. Because uh, he probably had LASIK. That's a dumb joke. Anyway. <laughs> It's the exact same quiz we did last time. Shush. Though. Well, with the exception of a few questions. Any who's it? What? Yeah. Uh, who? Tim? Who was the first black JLA member? Uh, Vixen, Cyborg, Black Black Lightning, or John Stewart? Who's the? Who was the first one? Vixen. Vixen. I don't think I've ever even heard of them. She has the ability to harness animal strengths. With she a talisman that yeah, she keeps on her body. Yeah, she doesn't turn oh, into an animal. Exactly yeah, she doesn't turn into the animal, but she gains the animal's abilities. Okay. She was an arrow for an episode or so. She had her own I animated series. I think she had her own animated series for a little bit, too. She did. She was also on, uh, what is it? Uh, Young Justice, right? Maybe. Yeah, I was... Th- I was thinking the the DC Legends of Tomorrow, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, okay, so I'm going to say not her. I'm gonna say not Black Lightning. Who are the other two? The other, again? I was about. I knew you were gonna ask. I was about to say it. It's Cyborg, Cyborg and John Stewart. John Stewart. I really want to say John Stewart, but I feel like it's not him. So I'm gonna say Cyborg. That is incorrect. Son right. of a. <laughs> Flip out. John Stewart. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, Devin. Is it what? Turn? Wasn't it my turn? No, you're after. No, football. now it's yours. You're after me. Yeah. Oh, now I'm after. Football. Yeah, now okay. it's you. So, is it Vixen or Black Lightning? Black Lightning. That is incorrect. It was Vixen all along. Oh. <laughs> Who's been messing she's with so, everything? She's so like not well known. Whatever. While Marvel's Avengers inducted the Black Panther in 1968, the JLA what? They inducted Black Panther inducted yeah the marvel's avengers inducted the black panther Marvel in 1968 Avengers. the jla lagged way behind and introduced its first black member in 1984 with vixen so, so black panther was the first african-american in marvel comic book character yeah so, but how much have you had to drink in marvel nothing i'm tired it oh, okay. anyways why uh uh dim why does Black Canary migrate from Earth 2 to Earth 1? Her daughter was on Earth 1. Her powers were magnified on Earth. I got to turn my phone on Earth 1. Her husband died or Earth 2 was destroyed. Uh, 
Stop sending powers messages, were magnified. you Powers were magnified. Yeah. That is incorrect. What? Uh, <laughs> Flippo. Oh, it's Reed sending the messages. No wonder. I'm just like, why are y'all sending messages? Um, Flippo. Uh, why did Black Canary migrate from Earth 2 to Earth 1? Oh, Her- it, was de- uh, it was destroyed. That's wrong. Uh, Devin. Uh, was it her daughter was on Earth 1 or her husband died? Her husband died. That is correct. Um, after a universe-spanning battle in Justice League of America, Larry Lance... Ooh, so she wasn't married to Green Arrow in this universe, I guess, or in this Earth. Larry Lance sacrifices himself to save his wife from a blast of cosmic energy uh, directed by the villain Aquarius. After his funeral, Black Canary decides, you know what? This Earth blows. I'm out of here. And left. And yeah. Anyways. Or maybe Larry Lance was that universe's Green Arrow. Or maybe Larry Lance, Lance Refrigeration. <laughs> or maybe we're all Larry Lance. All right. Uh, Tim. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Tim, which JLA member is a shapeshifter? This is probably really easy. Uh, Hawkman, Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Show me Martian Manhunter. That's correct. He uh, can alter to any size, length with his limbs, any limb, and often his appearance. Uh, he is known as Detective John Jones, and yeah, awesome. Uh, let's say this is the last rotation, so flip out. Um, which former member voluntarily underwent 12 trials analogous to the, let's start over. Which former (laughs) member voluntarily underwent 12 trials, much like the Hercules before rejoining the Justice League? Was it Martian Manhunter, Batman, Wonder Woman, or Superman? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. That's correct. After becoming aware that she has mother, that her mother has tampered with her mind, uh, removing several memories, Wonder Woman has doubts about rejoining the team. So she sets herself a test and does all kinds of things. Woohoo, Devin! Last question. Okay. Uh, which member dissolves the Justice League after it fails to fend off a Martian invasion? Batman, Aquaman, Martian Manhunter, or Superman? I'm going to say Aquaman. Aquaman. Oh, that's right. Aquaman dissolves the JLA and rewrites its charter to allow only heroes who will devote themselves full-time to the League. Uh, The new team initially consists of Aquaman, Zatanna, Martian Manhunter, the Elongated Man, Vixen, and a trio of teenage heroes called Gypsy, Steel, and Vibe. Hmm. Sounds like a bunch of hippies. <laughs> no. What kind of hippy dippy commune are the JLA starting to start? And also, this is an interesting question. Is there ever a story where Superman leaves the Justice League? Because I feel like it's always everybody else leaving it, but Superman's just like, we'll see you when you come back. And all well, that he stuff. dies. So well, Superman's yes. a follower, not a leader. <laughs> I will. I think he I think the mere fact <laughs> that he doesn't leave makes him a leader. He, he dies. Yeah, but that's so. not by choice. I mean, you don't know that. He was just he like he knew what he was getting into. He was like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> I just died. <laughs> Heart attack. I know. Everybody like, thinks he died to some 
uh, Kryptonian, but no. I know. He, he just, just stopped breathing. Yeah, he just played he a big breathe. joke. Apparently, there's 17 times Superman abandoned the Justice League. Okay. W- name name one. Yeah, name 17. Yeah, I dare seven. you. Uh, <laughs> name, name, name 18. And, um, <laughs> and then Justice, God's Among Us, when he goes crazy when Lois Lane dies. Well, he didn't. He didn't end it. Okay. He just reformed. Well, and what about cut in the future? He probably leaves them because Lois Lane dies. Okay. What about when he kills Lex Luthor? Mm. Okay. Let's just say <laughs> maybe sometimes Superman leaves, but it's rare. Anyways, um, <laughs> there's one when he worked for Ronald Reagan. Ugh. He's not even. <laughs> oh, he's that's not even a... the first. He's not even the first Justice League leave member to leave, which means he's not a leader. He's well, no, a follower. The, the story where he, I think, is with Ronald Reagan, isn't that uh, the Dark Knight Returns uh, graphic novel? I do remember him working for the yes. U.S. In that. Yes, it is Dark Knight Returns. Mm, awesome. I like knowing like things. All right. So, Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's why we're here. It's what we're talking about. Who would like to go first? Greg, wonderful. Now, <laughs> now, now, Greg, now, Greg, before you start, make sure you leave some shit for the rest of us to talk about. All right, all right, I'll I'll keep it brief. All right, so leave some what, Devin? Yeah, you, yeah. you hear that? I, I heard a, I heard a pin mark. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're marking down for the word stuff, then sure, I guess. All right, any who's it's <laughs> um, some s word. Yeah, that's that. It was the Snyder cut. Ooh, that's the yeah. S word. Oh, All right. right. Snyder's Justice League. It was it was split up into, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight parts. This oh, six with the epilogue and the um... Yeah, but this this thing was uh, it's called a prologue. No. Prologue and epilogue and then five yeah. parts, right? Six. No, yeah. we it, no, we had the prologue, we had six parts, and then the epilogue. Anyways. It's a long movie. It's got a runtime of about, I believe, a four hours, six minutes. I don't remember the actual minute part. 402. 402. With credits. 402 with credits. Flip it's looking at it on HBO right now. <laughs> He's watching it. He has to catch up. He's just like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Anyways, but it's a very long movie. Um, my biggest issue with it is it. Which actually is a testament to how good it actually was. But my biggest problem is there were some things that definitely did not need to be drug out. Um, the core, the core one that I remember that was the biggest one that I think should have been cut or at least trimmed was in part one when Bruce Wayne goes to find Aquaman and those Nordic women, I believe. Oh, they. Uh, when they're singing Icelandic, yeah, they're singing, and I'm just like, "All right, it's pretty. Oh, okay, she's all right. We're we're still here. Okay, all right. She's gonna smell the sweater. Okay, great, awesome. I'm glad we're here yep. for this. But it's just like, I all agree. right, great. I agree. I think I liked it for like three seconds, but then it kept going, and yeah. I was like, looking at my watch. Wrap mm-hmm. it up here, folks. Yeah, I agree. It's just kind of like there were so many moments where. Like, I, I, I mean, I love it. Zack Snyder got to make everything he wanted. He was just like, yep, I'm going to make this exactly what I want. But I'm just like, dude, fucking have, then, read the room. People aren't wanting that, to see this. Oh, sorry. That scene led into the Lois Lane Martian Manhunter scene, right? 
No. No. The, no. It, it, it led to Lois Lois going to the 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 statue, I believe. Yeah, like she's monument. dropping off the coffee. Yeah. She was doing now, something sad, and I think they could have I think brought that, was that song into that scene, that's what I meant to say. Now mm. I well I will say that they use that song throughout the entire movie. No, um, yeah, they do. Did. They really? If you if you watch, if go back and watch it again, <laughs> it's oh, so wow. four hours. The yeah. Icelandic song. Yeah, they use that throughout the entire movie. They use mm. that um, for a lot of scene transitions or fight scenes. They'll use it. Wow. I think when they did, um, I'm trying to think back. Um, I think when Wonder Woman was going into the cave and looking at the walls and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that song was playing there. I'm pretty uh, sure that hit- song was playing. She had um, her own Amazon music every time she did something. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. They had that Amazon music throughout the entire movie. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. No, but you go back and watch it, Devin. Yeah, you turn to watch four hours. How about you guys shut up? I know for a fact because I marked it as a note that it kept playing over and over and over. Yeah, that's a meme, right? That's why it played for so long. It's a meme right now of uh, whenever people say like if um, if Zack Snyder directed uh, Fast and the Furious that also had Gal Gadot in it. Somebody edited that Wonder Woman theme into everything that like once <laughs> Gal Gadot shows up, it's like and it starts playing the music. But anyways, um, anyways, I think I've talked enough. Somebody else can go. Uh, how'd y'all feel about the four three aspect ratio? I didn't hate I'd- it. I didn't hate it. I how the how, how you saw the film was more of a square instead of your normal rectangle. Yeah, it wasn't in it wasn't in full screen or widescreen. It it like it had like the bars on the right and left of the film. I didn't hate I it didn't because I it actually. Oh, I'm sorry, I talked over you. What'd you say? I didn't notice it at all. That's all I said. No, well, yeah. I mean, I liked it because there was a movie that came out recently. I hate the actor in it, Casey Affleck. Um, it's called A Ghost Story with Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. It was shot in that style, and it's a, it's it. It was my first introduction to that, and I was like, this is actually a really neat style of watching a movie. Um, but the the I watched it with people who instantly that was the first thing they said. They're like, oh, it's not in widescreen. It's never. I'm just like. Okay, just watch the movie. But, anyways, I, I I didn't mind I didn't mind the way it was shot. I like uh, how you started that with. Um, there's this movie that came out with this actor that I really hate. That was really. Funny I didn't hate. Me. I mean, I don't hate Casey Affleck. I just I I'm I'm a I'm a drinker of the tea, and I I know he's 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 done bad things. If I saw him in the street, I would go out of my way to set him on fire. But I don't hate him. I don't hate him at all. <laughs> if I had a gun is. and two bullets, and I'd shoot him twice. I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> so I guess, I, guess, I guess a bigger, a better subject to talk on. I'm glad Cyborg got more screen time for a story. Yeah, I agree. And that he actually had the extra armatures. Yeah, he actually had a purpose in the story because Cyborg being also in this universe being born of a mother box is fucking is freaking really important <laughs> to the story because like uh, it's it's about dark side, it's about all of this coming to fruition, so we need to learn a little bit more in it. No, yeah, I loved that. Yeah. Devin, is your hand still up from earlier? No, it's not. Mm -hmm. I just forgot to take it down. Um, I watched a uh, I watched a side by side of the the Wonder Woman bank scene. I think it's part two. I don't know. Um, 
it's uh i watched it side oh, by side yeah, yeah. with the joss the joss whedon version and then the the zack snyder and zack snyder went on record uh saying um somebody asked him like why is why is this movie so much more violent than the joss whedon version and zack snyder said it's because it's literally gods against mortals we're we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to take that hit you know what I mean? And so, like, whenever Wonder Woman's wrecking on these bank guys, she's throwing them into walls. Like, they're crumbling. And, I mean... Oh! One second, Greg. When you said bank scene, I thought you meant that scene where Wonder Woman and Bruce Wayne were on the bank of that lake. Oh. And I was like, what's violent about it? Cyborg say or do something? And then I realized the bank scene. Oh my god. I know Cyborg was just muttering angrily at the leg, just like, you son of a (laughs) So angry and violent. But no, the 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 bank robbing scene. Sorry. I I like the new version. I didn't know I had to be specific. But yeah. Oh my bad. I was just, you know, I'm an idiot. No, yeah, I got you. But anyways, but it it did have a lot of violence. And, like, I did see that in the biggest difference in the Joss Whedon one. Because it would pause every time, like, it had the elongated scene that Zack Snyder did. And so, and all of it's (laughs) just hurling these dudes and just dead drop kicking them. It's just like, Uh, it was, it was, I, I didn't mind the extra bit of violence. It was actually badass. I completely agree. I think like those small little things are what makes this movie way better mm-hmm. because it does give her that godlike strength yeah. that she didn't necessarily have in the Joss Whedon version. And it also makes it that much scarier when she tries to beat the shit out of Superman and he just lets her hit him. Yeah. Or like whenever oh, she's like bites? trying her. Yeah, or anything. Yeah, Whenever like she he, tries to like do her wrist gauntlet things against him, and he just stops it with a hand. Mm-hmm. Or like whenever she's fighting Steppenwolf, and she's like sweating, getting beat up, and then Superman just lets Steppenwolf smash his axe into his shoulder, and nothing. Yeah, like it just because it's literally gods against gods, and yeah, that's that. That's yeah. the one thing that is big in this movie that like it needs to also be shown in the combat even if these gods are fighting mortals because that's also what makes batman look so much more bad a is him being being able to take these blows and get up and keeping up yeah it's not about how many times you get hit my computer's dying, so let me go get my charger. <laughs> I thought I plugged it in. <laughs> Sorry, I got a oh. notification. Somebody else talk while I do this. Um, okay. Um, um, go for it. I was going to say one thing that I enjoyed was um, in the Whedon cut, they made Barry um, seem really, really awkward. Like I, I get the impression that Barry is, in su- is somehow on the spectrum. Um but in the Whedon cut, he was so awkward the entire time. Every encounter he had was so awkward. Um, my- and, they, and they limited it down in the Snyder cut so that it, while there were a few awkward scenes, it wasn't terrible. And they still gave him meaningful scenes. Right. I feel like in the Joss Whedon version, they just wanted him to be stereotypical on the spectrum. And in the Snyder version, they helped define you know helped him define where he was on the spectrum if he's on the spectrum and like not make it stereotypical yeah. you know 
like give him these three D character, you know. Are we talking sticks. about? We, I also. Who oh, we talking about? Greg? I was just wondering who we talking about. We're talking about the Barry. Flash. Oh, oh, I do have something to say about the Flash and how in the Joss Whedon version, he they seem to make him more awkward than in the Snyder version. Cringy awkward in the Joss Whedon yeah. one, like uncomfortable to the point of just like, who is this character? Yeah, yeah. It felt kind of like, uh, yeah, stereotypical yeah. to the point of offensive. Yeah, and, and I, part of that, part of that, even like led into another problem of like trying to in the Joss Whedon version trying to sexualize Wonder Woman oh to a God. great extent with like that whole joke with like Barry like falling on her and being like, oop, oop, sorry, um, and then like oh, shots yeah. of shots of her butt and. And like trying to force the romance of like Bruce and Diana that whole time. Yeah, like there's always yeah. like a romantic tension between them. Like even whenever it, they're talking they about did that, normal things. They only did that a few times in the Snyder Cut. And like the biggest one was when they touched the, the computer mouse together. Yeah. 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 I think that was just Diana should be like the last character you should try and sexualize, right? Because she's, yeah. she's the savage. Like, and also, she's taken. Good. Her heart. Her no. Her heart. She's taken by a dead man. No. Yeah. Her heart has been given to Steve Trevor even in death. First so I'm off, telling you, I don't think Diana off, would ever Greg, love anybody else. First off, Greg, she belongs to no one. Okay. First second off. Second off. No. Second off. <laughs> it's when she talked to Cyborg about losing somebody. She has gotten past that. So is she still third taking? off? That's God. 30 years ago. Get over it. And, I do. And fourth do. off. <laughs> took me a while to get there, but fourth off. <laughs> I still had something to say about the Flash. Oh, okay. <laughs> what was up with the hot dog? I mean, like, I was so confused. Like, I was like, I was like, whenever he was like the the scene where he was applying for the job and all that stuff, yeah. and like he saves the girl. Like, I was like, oh, he's petting the girl, and then like I was so confused whenever he turns his attention to the hot dog, and like he looks so. <laughs> so happy when he grabs that hot dog and puts it in his pocket he's like and like so, look, like he's so excited i get why I think, later but well, it's just I think, like okay I think that part of it is to show that his mind works multiple different things at, while he's doing other things yeah and so like he's focused on saving this girl but ooh, hot dog this is gonna help me in like 0.3 seconds yeah. save the girl go back with the dog that's but exactly I, what i was about to say Devin. Yeah. you took the words out of my brain but as i was like, watching it as i was watching because it was actually a really beautiful scene because everything was so slow it was it was just nice because you could tell obviously he thought that she liked the girl uh, he's not gonna do anything about it but he was just like just admiring her and it was just so weird to see his attention just kind of drift to a little hot um, dog drifting in the have, wind i did have two more things um but since Tim Tim brought this up, um, the whole like I belong to no one line. Did anyone else get Mortal Kombat feels from that? Because the whole situation was Steppenwolf saying, um, "This one's mine," and she goes, "I belong to no one." And all that made me think of is like the uh, the beginning of fight Mortal Kombat interactions. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Actually, what it reminded me of was the scene in uh, Lord the of the Hobbit? Rings. Yeah, the Lord of the, yeah. Lord of the Rings. I am no man. No one. Yeah, like, I am no man. No, I was thinking of the, the I can't, no man can kill me. And then, like, the no. girl oh, yeah, takes yeah, it yeah, off. Yeah. Like, I am no man. Blah, blah, blah. 
Maybe it's because um, I just I watch those like Mortal Kombat scenes, like the dialogue scenes all the time. Yeah, and it was just like the start of the fight. Uh, this one's mine, prepping for a fight. Uh, I belong to no one. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I I have one for my girlfriend, and she was she wished the lasso of truth on Aquaman was in the Snyder Cut. Mm. Okay, that's what that's actually my next point is I. It was funny. I think that I think that scene was funny. However. I think it was a good thing that they got rid of it because um, it gave us more of a human moment in that, like getting ready to go to battle. Yeah, um, yeah. and and it and it gave us more Aquaman than we needed in in that one line of just saying, um, "I didn't think you cared." And him and Aquaman going, "I never said that." Um, way oh, more than some silly silly scene with with him sitting on a lasso. Yeah, and, and also, he had more lines in Snyder Cut than he did in Whedon Cut. Yeah, and also what's Off important about this movie is the tone of it is set in in part in like the prologue. This is this is a very like this is going to be because all right, Batman versus Superman was originally going to be a lot darker than it than it, than what we got. They had to throw in a couple of haha jokes. But I think this movie, the tone of it, it didn't want to rely on jokes as to keep you in it. Like, the drama, the story keeps pushing you forward. Like, the dread of watching Steppenwolf destroy the Amazons that early in the movie. That it's just like, oh, we're not going to win this. Because we're seeing, like, it was like, <laughs> it was the Infinity War. What made Infinity War so so good was because... They lost the whole time. It's just like, oh my god! So whenever you watch this happen with these heroes, you're just like, oh my god! When are they gonna? When are they gonna get a break? So whenever they start getting the break, it's like, yeah, yeah! And so it it worked really well. Like, and so the tone of this movie didn't really allow for all the jokey jokey things that Joss Whedon added. So a couple of things. Uh... Uh, and this is the top thing on my mind really fast because Greg <laughs> mentioned it. I feel like the Amazon part of the movie, it like it only went downhill from there. Because I feel like in that Amazon, he uh, Steppenwolf getting the mother box from Themyscira, yeah. he was about to lose. Like that Amazonian army was coming, and he was like getting his ass, his butt beat <laughs> by. Click <laughs> <laughs> him. <laughs> Uh, he was getting beat by, you know, a couple dozen, but here comes a few hundred, yeah. you know, and he even says later on to Wonder Woman, you abandoned your sister. And the sad part is you could have like you really could have helped her help them or whatever. Um, so that's one thing. Another thing uh, I wanted to agree with Devin that I think. Um, taking that out of the movie about Aquaman and the lasso gave it so much more impact on the ride over than having the joke. And I get I that it was funny. Sorry, sorry. go ahead. I was going to say, I personally think that that was one of the best scenes in the movie. Just because it was so, it seemed the, so honest. The the lasso and Joss Whedon one? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the the heart to heart between Aquaman, oh, okay. quote, uh, kind of cyborg, and the Flash. Okay, I was just I, I was making sure. I was like, that wasn't really that good of a scene. I would say the lasso scene was probably the best scene in Joss Whedon's cut, though, <laughs> because you know, yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, and. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, changes that were made from the Joss Whedon to the Snyder Cut. Um, while we're on that subject for a second, I miss 
the part in the Superman versus Justice League fight where he says in the Joss Whedon version, um, you don't let me live, you don't let me die. I thought that was a really good line, and I think it would have had a really good place in the Snyder Cut. Yeah, it could have carried over. I'm not saying the Zack Snyder Cut didn't have funny moments, but I mean, I appreciated it that it didn't... It didn't try to cut the drama with a joke. It allowed you to actually feel yeah. for these characters. And I wasn't saying that. I don't think that was a joke line in Joss Whedon's. I thought it was so powerful for Superman to be like, just let me be at peace. Leave me alone. Yeah, you that, one, yeah that one could have like, worked. That one could have worked as just kind of a, a, a line in the movie. Like after I felt a little empty after that scene because I wanted it. It could have been like so raw and emotional. Superman just coming out of the grave and yeah. you know, maybe make him like a little more tearful than he was in Joss Whedon's cut. But yeah, yeah. I, I think it's really, just just because it was the Zack Snyder cut, I guess he didn't he didn't want to use, you know, the Joss Whedon footage. It, he, it he, was very yeah, iconic. He wanted to use his Joss Whedon yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, I guess for me, one of the funniest lines in this in the Snyder Cut is, uh, "This is Alfred. I work for him." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does though. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, the- so well, another point I wanted to hit is the end battle was so much better, far more better, incredible. Oh my gosh! Like so much stuff was going on, so much teamwork was going on. It was. Yeah. And since we're since we're on that point, I do want to say, though this though the the Snyder cut may have its flaws, but mm-hmm. this movie was so much better than the Joss Whedon one, and mm-hmm. like I feel, <laughs> I feel like now that we've got the Snyder cut, I would love the Snyder edit that maybe kind of <laughs> trim it down a bit, <laughs> but. Turn it into two movies or something. Part one, part two, something. It's a it's a chore to sit through, Zach. If you're listening to this, which probably not, but still, split it up into parts. Yeah. If you are listening and want to give comment, please uh, just send us a message at the Cape Complainers (laughs) on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You know, maybe a little bit of money. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of bit of money. (laughs) Please, we all do money, but (laughs) all right. But um, I guess let's do final thoughts. Oh, what's so, up? So, okay, yeah, we'll do final. Thought. But uh, the what got me in the final battle was Superman's entrance line when he got hit by the axe. What was it? Yeah, I don't remember. It was like, uh, um, nailed it. Not it. impressed. Something yeah, like that. Not impressed. Oh, I'm like, what? What kind of <laughs> line then, is that? But then he comes in and he does the, like the axe, and he just gives that little kiss of like. The Ice frost Christmas. breath, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is, the other thing is, what do you have to think about the the black and silver suit? Loved it. I liked it. It should have, yeah. It should have. It should have been it. there. I loved it. I, I mean, arguably, they they always said like uh, Henry Cavill had a mustache during it because he was filming. I'm uh, so glad they cut that. No, but here's the thing: they should have just doubled down on it and done the long hair and beard. With the I black disagree. suit, dude, I want no. that comic no, book image in a movie. All right, we okay. can get it in another Greg, movie. But Greg, I this. get it, I get it. But here's the thing: in this movie, 
He is dead. But hear me out. Don't but hear know. me out. He was dead in the Doomsday movie, the comic, and all that stuff. But whenever he came out, the boy had luscious locks for days and a beard that could just destroy worlds. No, Greg, you're wrong. In the comics and those in the like the cartoon movies, he's not dead. They assume that he's dead, but he's, he's in a, like in a state one. of hibernation. I, well, he's not dead in, in this, this one. In this movie, he is dead. He is the dead, only dead. thing that brings him back is the change engine. Yeah. It's the mother box. Oh, right. Started up. They, they explained right. the whole thing. Well, yeah, they spent a solid 20 minutes. Then excuse me for wanting fan service. <laughs> excuse me for wanting to drool over superman okay yeah all right two things henry 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 cavell plus luscious locks and a beard y'all sit there and tell me y'all don't want to see that we've seen the witcher Geralt in the superman suit yeah but yeah black haired Geralt with a is it Geralt? no it's gerald we're saying it wrong no it's Geralt. oh dang (laughs) Geralt. i'm the wrong nerd okay let's do final thoughts uh I will say one of the things that made me the happiest was Batman was a much bigger, like, badass in this movie. Yeah. That's he, right. If you can put the thing down. Because he wasn't a joke. He wasn't a Tony Stark, literally. In the Joss Whedon, it, it was a quip a minute with Batman. I'm just like, this isn't you. And so yeah. I want to see the brood. Give me the give me the, the angst. Give me that teenage I also, angst. I also like that he's not the one that came up with the idea to, like, bring Lois when he was about to get, like, murdered. Mm. Well, that he, he was like, that wasn't his idea, though. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Is like in the Whedon cut, he it was like his big guns were to bring Lois in case things went south. Yeah, right. in the in the Whedon uh, cut, in this one though, he was about to get murdered. Morning. Uh, and then she just shows up and like saves his butt, and he's like, "Oh, thank God." Uh, <laughs> the the gauntlets were in the Whedon cut, were they? No, the energy gauntlets weren't in the Whedon cut. Right? No, I don't I will, think so. I will say that I noticed that like one of them, he like take it like Superman blasts him and he's like ah, it takes it off. It's like really hot, but he blasts the other one. He's like, no, nah, this is fine. Yeah, I can live. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're about to get cut in half by laser beams, you're gonna you know stick through the pain of a little hot metal. Oh, uh, I might have a small complaining, and it's just that I don't like Batman's like ending suit. In that movie with the goggles, I think everything else is fine His about it. His tactical but the suit, goggles. Yeah, the ta- the tactical suit is a very weird suit. I honestly wish they just kept the Batman versus Superman suit and just touched it up a bit. But I did not but, like the goggles, and also the 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 ears were kind of pointed back instead of up. It was just it was a weird look. It I made me think of really night. Fast. It made me think of Night Owl. Oh, from Watchmen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. I did like on the on the on. On his Batman suit, it's a leather mask, not a latex mask. I do like that too. Because when yeah. they did a close up, you're like, "That's leather." Okay. All right. Any other final uh, thoughts? I guess. I, I, yeah. I guess my, I re- oh, you go. I, I really liked um, how much time they gave Cyborg. I like how much uh, time they gave all the scenes. Because uh, you guys know how I really like the slower scenes in movies, and I say it all the time on the podcast. It just it really adds to the whole the wholeness of the film. And you know, I just really like the Snyder Cut. What? And I wish they would have taken two to three years to break up the seven parts 
into you know not seven movies but maybe three or four different movies yeah and that's all that's think, my final thought. i think that what? was also the studio i feel the studios have that kind of hand in it where they're like no make it eight movies because we want money and mm-hmm. Zack snyder's like no here's proof that it can be done in four hours and so it could have been so much better. It <laughs> yeah, could have. I, know. I saw what they did. I was happy with what they did, but I want more. But hey, imagine what they can now maybe do in the future now that the Snyder Cut has come out and actually is kind of good. If we hear about Warner Brother contracts with some of those actors, Martian Millionaire, let's all get excited. Yeah, that's my final point. I loved that we got Martian Manhunter. And also, I loved, but was also butthurt, that they, that, okay, yeah, I loved that we got the Green Lantern, and I was offended how quickly, <laughs> you got it? yeah, how quickly, how quickly he was destroyed. And it's just like, oh, okay, all right, thanks for that. <laughs> oh, but, uh, but, all, all right, my final thought is, I'm going to end it. I loved the movie. Oh, thanks a lot. Great. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to end the episode. I'm just ending my final thought. I loved the movie way better than the Joss Whedon. It should have been what we got, and I'm really, honestly interested in seeing what this could open up possibility-wise. And that's all I have to say. Okay. After the final thoughts, sorry, I did get a comment from uh, someone who listens to the podcast. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, final thought: the for the interaction between Batman and Joker was like icing on the cake awesome. for real yeah. like when i held harley quinn when she died in my arms what was that so whole bit right there yeah like what was so good was that they took a uh, an actor and a character that was critically and fan base panned they were like we were ruthless on jared leto let's not lie like he was bad and also it was because of the movie and also i blame the studio so now that we actually got to see what Jared Leto wanted to do, what what a good director and what a good script can actually do for an actor. It's just like, wow, what a turnaround. I actually would kill to see a Joker, uh, well, a Nightmare Joker movie. Like, I yeah. think that would be amazing. Yeah. But it's got to, it, like, now that I know okay. this, it's got to have Zack Snyder attached. So it's, it, it, uh, I, I think it could save the character. So my last final thought was... It's probably just me, but every now and then during the film, I'm like, "Is that George Clooney?" Just how they like, just how they framed his face. Oh, yeah. I was like, "I swear to God, that's George Clooney." Whenever, no joke, even in the Joss Whedon, whenever Bruce Wayne, like whenever we first see him, whenever he goes to find Arthur Curry, he takes off that thing. No joke, I got heavy Clooney vibes. <laughs> it's kind of the beard and like it's queer. It's the it's gray the beard and it's the the hair. Yeah, it's the gray, the beard, deal. everything. Yeah, it's. Yeah, uh, I thought it was no, funny. I got that too. Cool. Devin? Um, I was just going to say for my last final thought, um, we already talked about how much we liked like Cyborg in this, but I was just thinking about his arc, and I had forgotten that in the that like at the end of the Joss Whedon cut, you know, he make amends with his father, and like they go and they like they work on like trying to figure out his new abilities and all this stuff together. Uh, but at the end of this one, he's all alone. Because Papa died. I actually have Papa an, sacrificed himself. Why do you want us to be sad at Well, no, I actually have an explanation for that. Because that's literally a studio decision. That because they wanted later on down the road to have a cyborg movie, they needed to have something else to portray, like do that story. So in the cyborg movie, the dad would have died. 
And so I think that's a that's a studio decision in order to drag out this this story that could be told right there. Oh, right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, is that going to do it? So oh. we did get a comment uh, oh, right. from one of our listeners. Her name is Jasmine. Shout out Jasmine. Ooh. She said, well, I love the Martian. So it was exciting to see him. Um, and that she had written off DC movies because of how uninteresting they've been. But this one really made her excited to see the story continued. And then I burst her bubble by telling her those contracts weren't uh, were broken. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I guess she forgot about the Joss Whedon version uh, completely because she said, and it's crazy how much they cut out about Cyborg, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure his screen time like tripled and we got so much more of his character in this movie. So. Did, did she watch the right Justice League? Uh, <laughs> yeah, she probably watched them in the wrong order. <laughs> she watched the she watched the animated version. She watched those. She watched those. Like, wow, this is weird. Um, we have Reed posted comments and stuff for us, oh. but he posted Goodbye. a few. Um, but the general gist of it is some of the things he said. A lot of the things that we said, but based on his comments, it seems like Reed didn't actually like the movie. All right. Well, um, Reed is just Reed. He's just handsome. That's why we keep him in the group. He's the face. Reed say? said, "Yeah, go well, ahead." One of the things he said was like, um, "They took the best dialogue out of the whole movie, and it was the thing that Tim said about like, you won't let me live, you won't let me die.' Oh, um, that's yeah, but they replaced guy. it with with Aquaman and and uh, Barry. But they could have had both. They could have yeah. had. They could have had both. Yes. Yeah. Um, he talked about like. He did a lot of stuff about Barry and the and the beginning thing, like his like her hitting that car would not have like thrown that car and her that hard, and <laughs> and that gas station something something would have caught him. Uh, yeah, the ca- the gas station camera wouldn't catch Barry Allen. Yeah, he he would move too fast. Right. Yeah. They would they would maybe catch the light, but they would not catch Barry Allen. Wonder Woman's heels didn't break when she like landed in the cave. Or in that cavern. <laughs> um, then he just sounds it? picky. <laughs> I know. And then, this and is then how it you was... sounded when we were talking about the Last Jedi. Wonder Woman literally Skywalker. had an invisible jet. Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, "Ah, damn! I, this is Reed's curse. Um, I thought they were going to give Aquaman the final blow, but Superman and Wonder Woman had to steal it." Mm. Yeah. Um, They're the gods. It's God against God. That's what this movie is. Yeah, but him cutting off that horn, and then one of them cutting off the head. And sending it through the boom tube. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, guys. The boom tube looked so much better in this movie than just teleporting. But but hear me out. um, The reason why is because it's God against God. Like, there's a reason why the blows have to hit. What are y'all talking about? The the portal. (laughs) No, yeah, you're talking about, about Superman and, and Wonder Woman. And then out. you were like, God against God. Oh, whatever. Forget <laughs> That's it. That's why the what boom tube looks better. Then forget I said it. No, because I was backtracking. We started talking oh, about boom tube. Greg is saying that they wanted to give Wonder Woman and Superman the last hits because it's God against God and Aquaman's just a king. Yeah, Aquaman is not actually a god of anything. He, he like, he's, if anything, he's, we have top tier Wonder Woman, uh, <laughs> Superman. Aquaman's maybe the second tier of that. Hold up, hold up, Greg, hold up. Top tier is Superman, 18 tiers lower, Wonder Woman, <laughs> another 20 tiers, then we get Aquaman. I, uh, whatever. Well, I will say that does isn't the Triton that he gets that Aquaman usually has, isn't that like Neptune's Triton? Um, supposedly, but Which, 
Which, which this would one make is him kind of a right? god. Yeah, this one is not that trident, but technically, well, no, eventually, Poseid- he does well, kind of reach a godlike Poseidon's status. Poseidon's a god. Get Orm's trident. We know Poseidon's a god. The trident's just a trident. Like it's it's not the trident that made Poseidon a god. With godly powers. Uh, yeah, but Wonder Woman isn't a god, but she uses god tier items. She like is totes a god. Lasso. She's totes a yeah. god. She was uh, she was the she first was- Amazon made. No, she's like a she's a demigod probably yeah i think that's what she is but, but that's not, not a, a god yeah well then man, maybe that's the reason why her headbutt didn't hurt superman so <laughs> and on that <laughs> uh, all right on that note uh, let's uh let's wrap it up thank you guys for joining us today at the cape complainers don't forget to like and follow us on facebook instagram and tiktok and check out our YouTube channel and our Twitch stream at The Caped Complainers. And don't forget to follow the mothership at Vinyl Draft Radio Podcast Network. Download the app Vinyl Draft Radio to never miss an episode. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever podcasts are heard. And don't you forget, ever, that yeah. nobody complains like a fan. All right. Nobody complains like what? A fan. I, say, I got a little aggressive in it. I didn't mean it to be. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, nobody complains like a fan. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.